Greetings, salute and welcome, lady beings, gentle wonders and other creatures of the night. This is the Truth or Death podcast created by Lola Hamilton and Ebo, your hosts to diversify your life. It's time for insights on the creative arts scene, hacks and tools for healthier living and hearing stories from voices around the world to share their truth stories. Are you ready to dare your truth? A new episode of the Truth or Death podcast starts now. Hello listeners and welcome back to the GG and Sadi podcast. It is quite early. I have my coffee ready and it is a solo episode with just me and it's called A Story of Confidence. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you again. Guys, we are growing quite fast. Uh, we have now also listeners from France, uh, which is exciting. Brazil is climbing up the ranks and... <laughs> There's a battle between the UK and the US now with 34% listeners uh, from both sides, which is exciting. Um, thank you so much for this community. Thank you guys for tuning in again and again. I was asked on my mentoring Instagram uh, the other day uh, to tell a story of confidence. And I thought, you know what, this might be a good time to just uh, dive in deep and tell you a bit about my story, because if anything, that can inspire you. It is, I believe, my story because it is a story of confidence and boldness and bravery. So relax, take a seat, make yourself comfortable and enjoy the next couple of minutes. It's not going to be too long. I know I always say that and then I go in a tantrum, but here we go. So if you kind of like listen to this podcast, this podcast came out in March 2021. And when I started this project, I was just feeling to thrive with a podcast. And I was just like, I love listening to podcasts. I want to do one on my own. And I wasn't really sure where we should take it and like what it actually means to do an LGBTQ and diversity podcast. Um, because only recently I broke off a lot of biases when it comes to diversity in itself. Because, you know, when you're a leader of a book series where you literally claim that it's so diverse and stuff, you think a lot about diversity and stuff. So I was just um, kind of like refocusing myself on like what diversity actually means to me and that it's so much bigger than just race and just that one aspect because there are so many aspects and themes in life where we should all kind of like take note to diversify our opinion and um, kind of like view on the things we have in the world. So long story short, um, only recently I feel like we have really going for what we want to achieve with this podcast because you know when, you, when you're your own this owner and stuff. Um, you always think about certain things like how can I make this work? What can come out of this? Um, and with this podcast, what I love is that it just gives me a chance to talk to people so deeply um, because we're often so stuck in our hustle environment and sometimes we don't get the chance to like really sit down with people. And that's what I love about this podcast. We just take this hour or sometimes even more up to two hours to just get an inside chat, get these stories. And that's also why I erased the surnames out of all the episodes, because I feel like we're really about connecting people here and just listening to people's story. Because diversity, as I said, is more than just race. Um, obviously the race spectrum is something that is 
giantly something we need to take a look at. Um, but there are so many layers to diversity, as I said, and with the LGBTQ aspect, let alone, um, there's so much more we can do. And um, I hope that you kind of like find the certain confidence to get out of your bubble at some point and just do things that you wouldn't do because we all have an unconscious bias. Let me quickly explain what an unconscious bias is if you don't know what it is or if you never like looked into psychology and that kind of stuff. So unconscious bias is basically just what we feel comfortable with being around. So I was raised in a Christian, Christian conservative environment, right? Which is ironic because I never really felt good and comfortable, but I felt good and comfortable around my family. So I was used raising or I was I was raised with a lot of like white people obviously. Um and then kind of like Norse people. That was kind of like the bubble that I was knowing for a long, long time. And then I came to London and everything broke off and this giant bubble bursted basically. Because there's so much diversity in itself. Like I live currently in Hackney. Hackney is uh, it is a district where basically the cultures clash and I love it. I love it so much. Um, we have a lot of LGBTQs here. We have a lot of black, brown people, but then basically a district next to us um, is the Jewish district. And I find that so interesting because like to me, I also realize whenever I come back to Germany, I'm so used to being surrounded by a diverse environment that sometimes I forget how it's not like how the progress is different depending on the country. And this is just basically the, the race, the race option, right? So like, who do we have in our friend circle? Who's in our circle? And then on the other side, I was thinking, okay, but we can diversify basically so much more like let's look at food, let's look at fashion, let's look at music in itself. Like I, for example, was always good with like listening to multiple genres, um, but obviously there are so many genres out there, one can only know so much. And um, I know everyone's crazy about the Spotify rap and stuff. Um, and then it tells you, you have listened to so many genres and I'm like, do I? Did I? Um, but fun fact, uh, the majority of songs, the average are like between three and five genres in one song. So that is that. Um, and I just want you guys to, to go out there and to have a thought about this. Um, how we can all be a bit more bold, be a bit more confident when it comes to our diversity spectrum. And then the other thing I want to tell you guys today quickly. So yesterday I officially became self-employed as business owner. If you've been with me in my journey, um, Technically, I was starting in May after coming out of a job and um, it this year has taught me a lot in the aspect of how we need to break away from our own patterns, basically, because last year, and I think everyone has their own story to tell. I mean, obviously, always, but when it comes to the pandemic year, um, I'm still lucky to not had any certain losses around me. Nevertheless, it was a mental draining year and I had three people on my environment who were diagnosed with cancer. Um, one of them had a false diagnosis. One of them actually had it and got out of it. And then the other person also had it, but was able to get another operation. And that's just one cherry on top of many things that happened last year. And it was a really dark year. And um, 
here comes the spiritual part on Samhain, which is wrongly pronounced, I know, but here we go. Um, Halloween for most common, common people. <laughs> um, I was basically wishing for myself that all this pain stops and that gets better. And it's really bizarre because two months later I started studying my spiritual stuff and I decided to become a mentor, which then didn't happen until this year. And this is a story of confidence because when I was 15, I was going to London for the first time with my dad. And back then in the flight home, I was crying so much because I did not want to leave the city. And all I could feel was like, I want to come back one day. I want to live here and I want to be an author and inspire people. And I was 15, so who, who believed me? And I don't blame my parents. I don't blame my family. What I do criticize, though, is the way we were raised in Germany in that sense, because we were so focused on success and what the standard norm is. And I basically had no one around me that was actually paying attention to what my skills are and was taking me any kind of serious. Like I had support from my family and um, but they like I have no creative person in my family, like there's no one like me. So I had no one that was basically doing what I did and I basically broke away from a lot of stuff when I came to London. And it's funny because back then I was with someone who was telling me that I was just running away from my problems. And I can tell you now that this was not the case, but that I actually had to run away or basically flee Germany to break away from everything I had been boxed and labeled into. Because before I came to London, there was not much conversation on sexuality. There was not much conversation on religion. There was not much conversation around witchcraft and stuff. Like, there was so much we didn't talk about. And then I came to London and everyone had an opinion about something. So I was like, oh my god. Like, I've never thought about these things because no one talks about it. And maybe it's also just a Norse thing where people are just colder than others. I don't know. I love the Norse. Uh, I grew up with it. Um, it's It was a good... Good, good few years and I have a couple of places and it brought me to the medieval market scene and stuff like that. So I do have my moments with Germany where I'm like always want to go back to and I do love my family. Um, I just went through a lot of lonely years when it came to my passion and that is obviously also something that we as teenagers don't really communicate. <laughs> um, but essentially it comes back to us because we can't outrun destiny. Um, and essentially when I came to London, I started to kind of like break away from stuff. And then I found my English family because there was no parent stuff. But even then I was, I was not confident with myself to basically give a fuck about what everyone else says. And I'm still not 100% there. And I think it will never be 100% because there's this illusion around perfectionism. But what I can say now is that for the first time in my entire life, and this sounds like such a, I don't know, movie situation, turn around, whatever, I'm doing what I really want and love. And I always keep saying it, if it's really genuine, it's going to work out and it's meant to happen. The thing is like, no, no, none of this came easy. And um, what I want you to take away from this is that just because you're going for your dream doesn't mean it's it's any less hard of like what you tried before but I, what I want you to understand is that life is too short to do something 
that you're never meant to do. Life is too short to date people that never satisfy you or that you just have because you're afraid of being lonely. We are never lonely in that sense per se. Life is too short to pretend to like someone when you don't like them at all. Life is too short to be something you are not. And I hope that is something that you can take away from this because all these years where I got basically mentally not good and in really dark places, it was because I was giving too much of a fuck about what everyone else said. And I was making myself miserable by not stepping up for myself. So yeah, sure, there's certain society blame standards that we can do. Certainly my family also had an intake on that, even though I don't blame them anymore. Um, there are various factors and like I could analyze it to death, but the point is that this is the past now and that I'm here now, I'm breathing, I'm alive and I'm now doing what I want. I don't know if it's going to work out, but you also don't know if you're going to keep your 9 to 5 job forever because one day your boss might think, oh, I need to make people redundant or do something else. So um, there is no guarantee for anything in life really and in the Western world we are always so focused on safety and security and listen, I get it, but there are also ways how you can be safe and secure and it starts from within. It starts from within. Like you have to make a certain foundation. And I'm now 26 and it took me a long time to get there and to have this because as I said, it's been such a long ride and I regret nothing of it because all of the experience that I did brought me to this point. There are so many experiences I didn't have to do to become the person I am today. Absolutely not. But because I went through them, I have now a bigger understanding and empathy for a lot of things around this world, which makes my mentoring expertise so unique. And yeah, just go for your dreams. Because um, as I said, I know now it's on paper, now it's like an official thing, even though I've been trying trying um, before and basically started everything since May. But this is the thing, right? And all of this time when I did stuff, I was basically 2% myself because I was trapped in fear. I was trapped in what people would say. I was scared. I did not take time for myself and reflect. And I listened too much to others. For example, one of my um, people that I invested in, which I would never do again. And this is also something I don't regret because essentially I invested into someone who then turned out to be having a company in Dubai, which I absolutely not support considering this country stands so against so many, so many things that I value, including my community as witches. And it's literally forbidden to do witchcraft there. Um, and a lot of other things, Google it, Dubai and stuff. But then that was also a lecture that I had to make. Nevertheless, I did something out of I turned something out of it. And what I did then was basically, you know, um, I heard a lot of stuff that I shouldn't do and shouldn't do this. And there is a giant bias in the coaching and like mentoring scene that, you know, we are so forced in pushing people into boxes and labels instead of like listening to them first and then ask them, what do you want? What is it that how I can help you with? And this is how I'm doing my things now. And there is a certainty to it. And not just sitting here and, you know, doing the, oh, I'm going to manifest everything into my life. No, you always have a balance of strategy and flow, basically. 
that's just like how life works. But I've never been so certain about something because I know what I'm good at. If anything has always been with me through my life, it's been writing. And I deserve to be heard. I deserve my story to be out there. And I'm not going to stop until I got what I want. And, you know, as I said, life is too short to just not try and go for your dreams. Because you never know when it's going to end. No one does. And I hope that you can take it away from it. And... You know, the thing is also, don't put so much pressure on yourself, because this was something that I did for a long, long time. I did it for a long, long time. Um, I put so much pressure on myself, and, you know, you will have days where it's okay not to be okay, and you will have days, and I will have days now, even though I'm very certain with what I'm doing, where I'm going to curse the world, and where everything is going to hell, and... You know, because sometimes life throws curveballs at you and that's going to happen. It's not going to stop, but it's going to be different because deep down I can come back to the person that I am. That's simply Lola and that's a confidence that's unshakable in a sense. And it takes you sometimes the time to get there. And so don't be so hard on yourself. I don't like to measure people in numbers per sense, but if you're someone that that's listening that's underage... Also, don't put so much pressure on yourself because, you know, I would like, I would have liked someone to tell me that in your teenage years, sometimes the best thing you can do is to just live because we're like, life is going to come at you either way. And there's so much more that we have to do these days, climate change and stuff like that. So don't be so hard on yourself and just, you know, go for your dreams. Go for your dreams. I'm supporting you. And I know it is a lot of pressure facing society with the standards and labels that we have. But you know, um, things are starting to change. And I don't know what you believe in, whatever you believe in. For me, the craziest thing was that I got the second chance and it was once again proving me that whoever is watching up there or whatever is watching me, that if it's genuine, it's going to work out and it's going to happen. But you also need to let yourself... Be a bit more at ease in the sense of allow yourself to have time. Because we are always so focused on achieving something so fast. And I'm going to quote Beth from Queen's Gambit here. What are you going to do if you're 22 and world champion? What are you going to do with the rest of your life? And that's something that really got me thinking again. Besides that, I really relate to Beth. Um, it got me really thinking of like, yeah... My plan is basically to hopefully become somewhat like around 100 years. I'm now 26. If I'm going to achieve everything that I want in the next two years, for example, then I have roughly 70 years and a bit more. And then I do what? Like, there's so much more to do in life. And this is also the thing that I hope you can take away from this. It's never too late to change a perspective or to go for what you want. It's okay. And it's gonna work out. On that note, I'm gonna leave you with this, guys. Um, thank you so much for being part of this community. Thank you, guys. Um, feel free to message me on Instagram or reach out to us via email. Wherever you are in the world right now, I hope you take care. I hope you're kind to yourself. I wish you the best. I wish you love and energy. And we speak each other next time. We hear each other next time on the GG and Saji Show. <laughs>